Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny, and I'm here with Patrick Colson. That's me. Nicole Ghost. Hi. What's going on? I'm really happy to have you guys here. You guys were both very impressive in our improv class. Um, right off the bat, I was intimidated immediately. And uh, so I feel I feel just uh, lucky to have you guys here. You guys are true performers. Oh, thanks, man. Is that you, Patrick, you, you are a performer right you're an actor yeah yeah I, well i <laughs> so we just talked about redlining before we started recording and first thing i say is redline um <laughs> yeah i am an actor i that, at least that's what i got my degree in so that's what i tell myself and tell my parents that that's what i am uh but i direct more now than anything now hold on before we get any farther into this when you say you graduated tell me where you went to school i went to central washington university whoa go wildcats go wildcats baby yeah <laughs> I don't. I've. I've not. I've definitely not met anybody from Portland uh, or, from Portland? or in Portland that went to Central. Oh, really? And I did. Um, everybody. I'm sure most people that hear this would know that I'm in Ellensburg, uh, and so it's just it's nice to to, to meet somebody. What, what was your experience with Ellensburg? Oh, dude, I love it. I'm going back next month. Actually, I'm oh, really stoked. Nice. What are you going back for? Uh, my like alumni friends from Central. Uh, we got hired by the school to come back and do a couple performances for some classes. Nice. Um, so we'll be touring three one-act plays up there. And you said directing, too. Is that Are you directing these? Or? Yeah, I'm directing one, and then I'm uh, kind of stage managing, production managing the other two. Um, since they're all going to run in the same night, uh-huh. I'll just be up there kind of helping the technical aspect run. Nice. Yeah. And uh, the, so theater was your major. Mm-hmm. Did you... So, like... Uh, you have some big play, big parts in college. Anything you know, yeah. you're especially proud of? Or um, like well, my first big role my freshman year, I was a Nana and the Crocodile in Peter Pan. So there's that. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I had a lot of roles that I really loved, though. Um, one, I got to do... We did this, like, Charlie Brown play. It's based on the Charlie Brown characters, but they're all set in high school and, like, fucked up shit just happened to them in their lives. Uh, it's Dog Sees God by Burt B. Royal. Shout out to the play. Directed by Shout a very out. good friend of mine, Catherine Stahl. Um, but yeah, I so I played one of the characters in that. I played the Schroeder character, who's the... Pian- I'm miming piano. I realized mm-hmm. that this was a podcast <laughs> after I started doing that. Um, but yeah, I did that, and that was a really fun role. And then um, my last play that I performed on stage in uh, was a restoration comedy. So it's like we wore, like we borrowed costumes from uh, Oregon Shakespeare Festival. And so it was these big, like kind of fanciful stuff. We built a lot of it too, which was really impressive. Um, I'm going to just, this is littered with shout outs to the <laughs> theater department at Central Washington University. Um, but yeah. Well, we have a gigantic audience, so it's going to make a difference. Oh, if yeah. We'll get some traffic um, if tomorrow. any prospective theater majors are listening to this you should go get your bachelor of fine arts in acting musical theater or technical theater at central washington university and now i'm probably danny's probably going to edit that out but um (laughs) yeah so that was really fun it was a really like different role heightened language and stuff like that um yeah and then i did a lot of improv there too and i'm really proud of that Nice. Was it was that like classes or was it just like a club? Was it a uh, school club? Yeah, yeah. It became a club my second to last year. Um, that was spearheaded by a friend of mine, and I helped along. I probably imagine I helped more than I actually did, but I was there and I I tried to help as much as I could. But um, 
Yeah, so it was a club, and then we did um, at least one performance a quarter, and then we had a separate group that I ran the year I was there where we did uh, we did performances a little bit more often. Yeah. And, yeah. Nice. Where did you live? I'm just curious, you know, for me and from Elmser, where did you, you live oh, uh, at Central? Where did I live? Yeah. Um, I lived in Almonte my freshman year, which okay. was on North Campus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I lived in Student Village. Okay. My second year. Then I lived on Creekside. Nice. Which I remember I'm, the old Creekside. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the street where you could just like open a door and be like, Oh, sorry, wrong house. Like just looking for parties. <laughs> like that's what uh, people did that. I And then I lived I right across the street from the, the fifth star. on that. Oh you never did oh. oh. <laughs> I totally remember that. Yeah. 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 Um I'm I mean, I'm guilty of it at on at least one count account. But it was definitely the type of place where I mean there's a million uh, college campuses are like this, but you you could walk in and people would be like, "Come on in, yeah, yeah. that's right, we're having fun. Yeah, you know, we're playing beer pong. Come on in." It was yeah. definitely like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the earlier in the night, probably not so much. Like mm-hmm. people got kind of broy, but like later on, because people just started showing, like friends of friends would just start showing up. Members yeah. like, Rrr. which sucked because I started hosting parties um, at one of my houses for a while, um, which. I made that sound like a huge deal. It's not a huge deal. No one cares about anyone that hosts a party. But I had parties at my house like everyone else, but it just, it sucked because like you realized you have to stay like more sober than you really want right. to be. So you can like kick out those like freshmen that stumble in like, oh yeah, uh, I know Mike. I'm like, nope, there's no fucking Mike that lives here. Cause... I've done that. I've played that lot, that card before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did too. You, but yeah. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, there's no Mike here. There's no Mike yeah. at the party. I know everyone point at someone you know and they like point i'm like no because that's a mirror buddy and uh, no, I know oh wait i do know him <laughs> yeah i know that guy i know that guy real well <laughs> like i think you're drunk enough yeah. yeah no that was fun that was fun i i remember on 19th uh, for some reason i just popped in my head that i remember there was a house that i didn't even know who they were we just it's like we were never in the area because mm-hmm. we sort of crashed this party one time and everybody was really cool anytime we went by there again we just show up and it's like they knew us and yeah, what's up, buddy? But it's like we didn't know them other than between like one and two thirty on oh, Friday yeah. nights. That's it. That's oh, yeah. all they knew us. If we showed up on a Wednesday to see what they were up to, they'd be like, "What is this who, dude? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah." Nineteenth. Yeah. That's all those duplexes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. fun spot. It's yeah, it's it pretty hip. Yeah, hip, 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 pretty hop. <laughs> Nicole, what about you? How was your college experience? Um, I didn't party at all. Well, on to the next topic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, but seriously, um, I actually... You were smart, uh, though. That's that's the thing that you should do. I studied. But um, it's my um, my development, I guess, into adulthood and womanhood. Um, it, it Wait, no, that's embarrassing. That's also um, super weird because I'm reading a lot of Game of Thrones right now. Oh. So, like, I'm imagining, like, for, that sounded really George R.R. R. Martin to me, like, her development into womanhood. My development into womanhood. It all started so early. Um, and so as far as... Started having these feelings. Yeah, and, you know, in certain areas. Um, no, but I, I feel like I got all of my drinking and stuff out of the way between 16 and 18. And by the time I was 19, I was done with it. And um, But yeah, when I was underage, I would have parties at um, other people's places. And I hung out with guys who were 20 years older than me and you know it's just like wow deep shit i know so now <laughs> how do parents anyway, feel about that i don't 
Oh, they're okay. They're um, just finding out now as they listen oh, to this shit. podcast. Um, hopefully they won't listen to this. No, but, um, you know, they, they knew that I had older friends um, and uh, everything was, was kept PC uh, around other people. Um, but, yeah, so I, felt, I, felt, I feel like I, I kind of um, jam-packed um, all of my 20s and even part of my early 30s in, um, but I'm not 30 yet, but I feel like I jam-packed like all of my 20s and, you know. What, what and, you imagine the early 30s uh, yes, should be. Yes, basically, or like the average person's 20s and, and early to mid 30s into two years, 16 and 18. I dated um, like three different people a week, uh, different people like all the time, and I drank and um, other stuff and yeah, I don't know. Just, but I, I was done with it when I was nineteen. That's cool. That's so interesting because when I was sixteen, like I couldn't pitch, pick, pick out a shirt that matched my <laughs> pants and shoes that matched them both. Like I, I was not mature at all at sixteen. So to be thinking that way, I mean, when I was twenty three, probably I felt like I was my maturity level was like probably nineteen. I mean, we're like yeah, right? totally opposite. But I think that's just men and women, right? It's kind of like, yeah, you were I mean, behind and they're growing up. You always feel like, oh, girls mature faster than boys, and yeah, like, yeah. But now, like, I look at a lot of like ladies that I'm like know or am friends with. I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if that's true anymore. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, it depends. Just, and like, I'm, I'm guilty of this too, but just like staying in that college mindset of like, I'm gonna party all the time and just yeah. like I'm st- I'm still getting drunk. Woo! And it's just <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, that's super fun, and I wish I could... I wish I had the energy to do that. I just... I graduated and became an old man. Like, the second they handed me my diploma, they were like, oh, have fun not having yeah. fun. <laughs> well, yeah. I think you might have a point about about maybe the some of the ladies not being as mature. If Lena Dunham is the voice of her generation... Oh, because, she's the voice of uh, my generation, that's for sure. Yeah. I have a Lena Dunham tattoo. Oh, do you? No. Oh, I wish what? I did. I oh. want one. Jeez, don't, don't do that to me. <laughs> But doesn't it seem like in a lot of ways she's like a 17-year-old girl, you know? Oh, yeah. In just, that show? Yeah. Her maturity level? Well, I mean, isn't it like time keeps running all those stupid... And they've done doing this since like the 70s or whatever. But like they'll be like, the millennials are ruining the generations and it's or whatever. And But they always like stylize it. And maybe it's not time, but other people. But they always style it like M-E at the beginning are always capitalized because they're insinuating right. that we're so selfish and it's just like oh me 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 and that's yeah like i think G- girls is a very enjoyable and humorous show but uh that's definitely like a message that is there an aspect to it is like yeah. the, the self-centeredness which yeah. she has brought up as like she's like that is part of the point yeah i might i might be misquoting leah dunham when i say that so uh any leah dunham we'll let it say yeah no, Please. it's interesting. We are kind of part of an interesting generation too, because most of us are getting out of college when the the economy sucks so bad. That or the like, government's turning off. And the government's turning off. Yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. It's not so hard to to imagine why we would be sort of, uh, you know, not not so mature and out buying houses and yeah, you know, having kids and yeah, it's, it's a very like, uh, you know, it doesn't feel very certain, you know, for for our generation. So I don't know. At least part of that makes sense. But I just saw that great parody. I actually put it up on the Facebook page, but just a great SNL parody of girls that I thought was so on point. Oh, yeah. It was so great. But I do love that show. Like, I actually girls do. Girls are Saturday I do. Live. I both, but yeah. I do. I mean, I can admit it. It's uh, it's kind of fascinating. Yeah. 
It's kind of one of those shows, kind of, I mean, a little bit like Sex and the City. I think a lot of guys quietly enjoyed watching that show. And I, I, I think there was a lot of guys quietly enjoying watching that show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I not, I'm not going to say I'm not, I'm, I just sit there and binge watch or, uh, Sex and the City. Sex and the City. I had a but... girlfriend who was like, you need to see this. And I was like, mm, we're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a little bit like Entourage. I mean, did you ever watch Entourage? I, I, I didn't because I didn't have, it's, that's on HBO, right? Right. Showtime. Yeah. I didn't have HBO until, until I realized I could watch things for free on the internet, really. Um, but I, like my roommate happened to have HBO when I moved down here. And yeah. so like now I'm seeing all these shows that everyone like raved about years ago. And I'm like, have you guys, have you guys seen entourage? And people are like, yeah, Patrick, yeah. it's, it's done. I, yeah. I was, I was around in 2004. I'm like, yeah. no, but do you know how good it is? <laughs> I know. I, I totally used to love that show. It, it, it got bad enough in the later seasons that it's like kind of tarnished the image, kind of like the office for me. Oh yeah. But I, uh, I really enjoy, like, I really liked the first couple of seasons of The Office, and then I watched, like, I just stopped watching it, um, because I didn't have TV or whatever, but then I watched, like, the last two episodes when it aired, Mm -hmm. uh, last year, and I, I loved, I thought they were really well written, and, like, I really enjoyed it, I thought it was a nice end of the show, and now I'm kind of like, oh, I should go back and watch, watch all of it. I'm sort of thinking the same thing, because I didn't watch any of season eight, and most of season seven. But it's sort of like a cliche, I don't know, maybe a cliche, that like once Michael was gone, it was sort of done. Oh, come on. Spoiler. Oh, crap. Well, you know what? No, honestly, I haven't watched any of these shows, so I I feel like I can't participate in the show talking because I don't watch TV. Well, so we can't watch out for your spoilers then. Yeah. But if I ever do decide to watch it, I mean, I just finished um, all of the seasons of Seinfeld yesterday. You are is the that... only person that I know that has finished all of the seasons of Seinfeld. Really? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just, I started uh, like a month or so ago, and I watched them all back to back. It's like and 11 so, seasons, isn't it? Yeah, from the 90s and early 2000s, and that's, only now I'm getting into it. That's super months. impressive, though. A month and a half for 11 seasons of Seinfeld. Only nine. Oh, there's only nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's still impressive, just not as impressive. But No, but it was sad. But yeah, so I mean, I'm kind of behind the times, like 15 years. I uh, I'm... I matured into adulthood in uh, just two short years, but as far as um, you know, entertainment and all that, I'm I'm way behind the times. I just got a, a PlayStation Three um, a few months ago, even though it's like eight years old or something. Is it really? Yeah. Sorry, so. that just I have terrible like so time. Reference. You know, Sonic the Hedgehog is like just turned twenty five. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah, doesn't that make you feel old? I loved the shit out of that game. Yeah, and <laughs> on it's like, Sega. Oh my God, yeah. I never I. Well, I think, this I is think how it was like it this was, is how deprived I was as a child, and this is going to sound selfish, you know, compared to other people. But this is how uh, deprived I was. We would like, as a special thing, my parents would let me rent a video game system for like the weekend for my birthday Aww. when I was like nine and ten. You know, they would never buy them. I never had a console all through growing up, and but it's like I'd get a Sega for the weekend, <laughs> and I would just go to town like that. Yeah, they probably knew why they shouldn't buy me one because I was on crack for 48 hours, you know, and uh, we'd always get Sonic and get some football game. And it's like, I didn't want to venture out in anything else. I was like, I'm set. You know what you like, man. You guys know me, you know, that's, like that's, ex- that's pretty much what I had. Like I got an N64, I think like a year after it came out, maybe not, maybe it was the same year it came out, but like, 
I was like, I really want this. And like, but I never had a video game system before that. Friends did and things and yeah. stuff. And then once I got the N64, like I played that and obviously loved it. There's great games on the Nintendo 64. Shout out to Nintendo. Shout out. <laughs> Goldeneye. That is my, that is why I came on this podcast is shout out all the things I like. Um, We're all tom- about shout outs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes. We're looking pizza, for corporate sponsorships. So. That's it. And Nintendo. Tomatoes, pizza. And Central Washington. Those are the four all things right. I love. That's a good, that's yeah. a good list. My shout outs are done and I'll see you guys later. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, no, that was but Patrick. <laughs> everybody. No, but like I, I got the N64 for Christmas. Um, Me too. That was probably yeah. the Christmas yeah. that everybody got one. I remember yeah. that was the yeah, one Christmas probably. that like they, uh, I remember oh, them saying that like the magical um, Christmas. Yeah, it was probably like what ninety seven or something. But uh, oh, really? Because then 90... I got mine late. Oh, maybe I'm off. <laughs> I think was, I'm I off. think you're pretty close. But uh, yeah, ninety seven or like ninety nine, maybe. Yeah, between yeah, yeah. I just remember them saying that like their their like tech support lines were off the charts. You know, like like Christmas morning and the day after because nobody could get it hooked up right. <laughs> Dads were like, Whoa. and I was like, well, so yeah, that's right. Stay online, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it sucks to have one, right? Yeah, because uh, I didn't get one. Oh. And then I had a Game Boy. And that was, and then, then like life stopped for me as far as video games go. The Xbox came out, all that, all that stuff. And I just didn't care. Yeah. I got a Game Boy really late. I think I got a Game Boy when I was like 16 or something when it was. I still haven't gotten my Game Boy. Well, so I shouldn't feel so bad about myself. My parents did fine. (laughs) Yeah. You got Nicole who's still just watching Seinfeld. I had Game Gear and then I had Sonic on Game Gear. Wow, that yeah. at some point that was cool. That was yeah. the thing to have. No, it at was. I mean, point. it's like a, it's be, like it's a... becoming cool again, though. Like you should, you live in Portland. Whenever you ride the bus, you should be playing the yeah, game. Yeah, but gear. if you walk down Hawthorne with a Game Gear, people are like, "Who's that chick?" Yeah, hey, that's that's hot. <laughs> no, yeah, a Game Gear is sort of like a big clunky version of the PSP. It's just like fat and like, meh. but yeah. um, I mean, the format versus the format of the of the Game Boy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, they had it. I remember linking two game boys to play tetris against each other Ooh, tetris i did it for uh for pokemans uh-huh pokemon i'm Dance. i'll say it right yeah, <laughs> i'll say it right pokemon yeah I, I linked for battles and for trading yeah and that was that was always a highlight of the week it was like yeah my buddy came over traded some pokes <laughs> Got i it. know we're in this great interest well maybe not great but interesting time frame of where we grew up because now we've got smartphones and mobile games we can bump everything to each other yeah you can do every and you could just do so much but yet we can still remember easily the times when you can't do that i remember playing like uh 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 shadow warrior uh and we would modem or like duke nukem 3d we would modem link you'd like set your computer to modem link and like it was a really kind of homoerotic thing, but you <laughs> set each other to receive and one to send, and yeah, uh, and then we would uh, get connected and we'd play multiplayer together, just the two of us, Duke Nukem, and it and was, that was like it. like the modems couldn't handle any more than like, oh no, you... and my parents were like, I can't use the phone, you yeah. know, it's like who's on, but that's what online gaming was at the time. Yeah, did you guys ever um, have a TI eighty four? calculator oh that's and still play, and play games on it oh yeah yeah oh, totally. like, you mean not not attend math class yeah I yeah like what what are the kind of games you guys had because i remember bowling and i remember like some other kind of i had I, don't know. I had tetris i had tetris i had fall up and i had fall down on which the, were the same game but backwards on the calculator other. yeah it's just like when we were kids um 
like well, I don't know exactly how old you are. I'm guessing we're all about the same age, but um, I'm eleven. Like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> like you know, playing <laughs> games on our calculator, like that's kind of like you know, we whip out our phone and then we play games and like or you calculate or yeah, or you use your exactly. But who used it for that? Your phone to for actually, a calculator? Oh, I mean a calculator to calculate. Oh, oh, that's what I meant. I I did not. I did it to like see if I could fail this test and still pass the class. But that was, right. I guess, more in college than anything. <laughs> I was more like I figured out how to make a little program. So it'd be like, you know, I'd be with my friend. He'd be like, is your name Josh? Yes or no? Yes. Mm-hmm. Lame. You know, it's like <laughs> it would just spit something out. That's all I could do. Text. Little little yes or no. That's, that's more than I could do. I had problems with like with the actual graph assignments they would assign us in class. Yeah. And like people are like, I can make like this shape. And I'm like how do I make a parabola? Like that's my assignment. I don't want to make a parabola. Sm- what parabola? Yeah. It's the, the arc again. I am miming. No one can see this. We haven't set up the video podcast yet. We're, we were planning Ooh, on it. Ooh, I thought it was, we want, yeah, yeah, no, there's not like cameras in the corners and all that. Oh, well, I'm out of here <laughs> again. I was misled. <laughs> oh, I'm back. Yeah. Um, were you guys good in, 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 in school? Were you guys good students? Um, I was I was in I was taking honors classes and uh, what was it called yeah uh, AP and honors and IB which is International Baccalaureate oh yeah. that's fancy that's yeah. fancy yeah mm-hmm. but um, I was okay Did you have to like learn a foreign language to get yeah in well sort of I mean we we uh, I I took a French class but it wasn't really a class it was more like um, self guided where we would meet once a week after school and this French that is guy. A club. Yeah, no. And this French guy... <laughs> doesn't sound guy, like the most efficient like, way to learn a language. Yeah. No, well, he, he said, okay, um, you know, I can't do a French accent, but he would say... Can you, you know, speak French? Can you say it in French? Please do. No. That is on the spot. <laughs> no, because because we didn't learn. I, I actually had... Um, the the way that I passed that class was I had a um, a spy camera watch where you can actually take pictures with the watch. Um, there's like a little button you could take pictures so you can like spy on some, if you think someone's cute and you know, you just bing and you know, I got it from a spy store anyway. So what I did was, um, I uploaded, um, I think Samsung answers. is coming out with one of those now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I uploaded like answers to the test and like French, um, grammar, whatever translations or I, I, I don't even know, you know, like, um, different particles or whatever anyway so I, I uploaded into the to my uh my watch so as i was taking a test i could just um switch back and forth you know that's pretty reference. sophisticated cheating yeah it, it i is. think it would have been easier just to learn the french no well it was it was it was easy because i just all this time learning it. how to use my watch no it was it was better cool. i never even considered the idea of like a digital watch that you flip back and forth between like a notepad and a clock that's, yeah, that's that's intense. they should have sold that as just a cheating, just a cheat watch. Well, at Josh, a spy store. That's what I my used Josh. it for. No, this is my Josh. <laughs> just go to the spy store. I think there might be one in Portland. I'm Maybe. sure oh. there's at least one in Portland. See, the problem is now. I mean, I I can't really cheat at work. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's you either do the work or you or you don't. You yeah, know? it'd be hard for me to really cheat. But you, I would. If you I have could. the ability. Like if yeah. you have this, if you have this, Josh. Did you ever have like a good cheating story? No, I never <laughs> cheated. Um, uh-huh. Like I think I like I guess maybe I copied off like an answer to like a math question uh-huh. in like elementary school. Like whenever when you'd come in, like a teacher was like, "This is your math question for the day," and like whatever word problem or whatever they wanted to give you, and like just because I didn't care enough to actually like learn. And I I'm bad at math. I'm still really bad at math, but. Like, I think that was, like, the extent of my cheating. Yeah. I was never really 
a cheater. Yeah, I really wasn't that. either. I I've always felt I felt like I had a cool um a cheating experience one time though that I always was sort of proud of because it was sort of like the uh like hiding out in the open kind of thing. Oh yeah. I went for like the brazen cheat. Uh, we would, but it really was for, it was for like a, it was in high school, but it was like a spelling test. It was really, it wasn't a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, for some reason I just decided, oh, I don't know this. I'm going to cheat. I don't know. It was weird. But, uh, in this classroom, they would spread everybody out and you're like in every corner of the room. Then they, they put a desk like literally up against the corner of one of these walls facing the class basically. And you're like parallel with the teacher. You guys are facing the same direction. So you're like up at the front of the class basically facing the rest of the students it was i don't remember why they did this it was just a weird configuration so people didn't cheat probably Danny. probably probably but uh the, the the room also had like beams that came out of the wall they'd come out and then go around and then go back in so you've got like this not this this beam sticking out and what i did is i just wrote the words really big put tape on the back and then just got up and just slapped it against the, the wall and then just kept walking to go do something else and then came back and sat down at my desk. And then we started our test and I just look up and it's just right there on the wall, all the, all yeah. the answers. And I just, I wrote them all down nice. correctly. And, uh, I, and I don't know that for me, that was more of the challenge. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I did. Then you had to get it down. You can't just leave. And then she's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I don't think I'm ever putting this up. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but it was, it was successful. Nice. You know, I guess I, I did cheat in college once. Um, and it was like, like it was an online class and, uh, I took it with a couple of friends and we realized that at the end of the test, um, online, it just listed like the answers, like what you got wrong and like what the actual answer was. And we were already taking it in a group. So like we were like, uh, it's <laughs> this. And so basically we just decided each week someone would take the fall and they would take the test first. Everyone would help them. But then at the end, we would just write down the actual answers. Everyone else would get 100%. And apparently, like, the first time we did it, the teacher, like, said to someone, one of the people, they were like, you were, like, one of three people that got 100% on that test. Nice <laughs> job. It was just like, oh, man. Yeah. So we, we, just, we, you know, got smart about it and, like, threw in one wrong answer or something occasionally. So we yeah. didn't seem too smart. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that to me doesn't seem like cheating. That to me just seems like using yeah, the I system mean, against itself. Yeah, if your online you're classes are terrible, doing the New York State bar exam, you know, and you bring yeah. something that's cheating. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm taking that next week, actually. Oh wow! Yeah, New York State bar. Impressive. Get a spy yeah. spy cam watch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll never suspect anything. <laughs> It has a huge camera lens right on there, but no one will know. <laughs> they, you just walk in and they're like, uh, everyone has to take off. I'll watch it. It's like, uh, oh, uh, four, I'm four, feeling four, ill. <laughs> four, four spy watches just come Yeah, out. because they actually heard your podcast and they're like, what the hell is a spy that, cam watch? That's where all your listeners are. <laughs> we can't have are. that. Yeah. They're the bar exam administrators. <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably all our listeners are like NSA. And uh, <laughs> that's really basically it. But they, they download so you get the numbers. Hell yeah. yeah! So keep I mean, listening, man. Yeah, <laughs> we do have a lot. We do have some foreign listeners. Hopefully, that's not. Hey. I don't want to be confronted or anything. It's not my fault. Who's listening? I'm not. I'm not in cohorts yeah, with any no. terrorist cells or anything. But um, so I did want to tell a quick story. Uh, I, I do want to ask you guys about improv, but I had to get this off my chest because it was so horrible. I did something horrible oh. yesterday, and uh, I had to get it off my chest. Uh, I was walking home from work yesterday. 
and uh, I walk up to the streetcar, and uh, yeah, but it seems like lately I've, I keep noticing that cars they go through the, the they're not going to be able to get through the intersection with the green light that's going on. There's too much traffic. They're going to get stuck, but they just decide to go anyway. Have you guys have you seen this? Like, the, it's not like they get stuck. Sometimes you just legitimately get stuck. But yeah. other times it's like they go, well, I'm, if I nose up, then, then I'm going. You know, then I'm kind of in someone's way, but like I'm going to be able to get there faster. And this person did that. And I, I, it seems like people do that more lately. I Wait, don't know, maybe. The, the driver or the streetcar did this? Uh, this is a driver. Okay, so this is so, a car. Yeah, this is just a regular car. He, he, but he drove up. I mean, it's like the light turned red and then he decided to kind of gun it and keep going. But yeah, there's traffic that's should, not even through the intersection. And yeah, totally. He's just conforming to Portland's absurd driving laws. Of course. Yeah. But so he was thinking, well, these cars are going to sort of keep moving and I'm going to get myself out of the way, you know, pretty soon. So I'm just going to go. Well, he was so backed up that it was like he didn't even get to the, to the crosswalk. You know, he was on the, uh, the wrong side of the crosswalk so he wasn't even blocking it yet he was that far out in the middle of the intersection oh yeah am i explaining that clear enough i think so 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 i'm standing there and i'm and for some reason i'm kind of not in the best mood when i leave work you'd think you'd be in a good mood you just got out but i'm mm-hmm. always kind of like Ugh, you know it takes a couple minutes oh, to i have to come get. back here tomorrow oh, yeah. God, yeah i can still see the building i'm like oh jesus <laughs> but um so i'm kind of standing there like kind of like Go ahead, you know, like he he's sitting there, and if he kept driving, you know, now, now the light's green. My I have a green light to cross, but this car's out in the middle of the intersection, and they're not. I'm like, go ahead, you know, and I kind of it was kind of douchey. I'm like, go ahead, like mm-hmm. your highness, you can move. <laughs> and then I heard somebody go, sir, go, it's green, go. And I was like, and I wanted to turn around and be like. Do you see the 4,000 pound vehicle that's right in front of us that is, could easily just drive into the crosswalk, you know, where I'm going to wait? But I turn and it's a blind wheelchair bound girl with a seeing eye dog. And the dog and is her dog is sort of like yanking her forward. Like mm-hmm. it's green, you know, mm-hmm. he can tell. And she's just like, sir, sir, go. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. You know, but I didn't really say anything, but I did. The guy was waving us to go and I, sat there for a while and i'm like oh, that was just sort of weird but then we get up there and she, she just by two seconds missed the max the max doors closed and she was like banging on the wheelchair button and couldn't get through it took off without her and then i'm like i'm walking by it's like oh god you know I, I, she's late but then she just like tore out of there like like she's gonna, like she basically like peeled out like she's going to make that max the next max station you know like she's not missing that train so i felt bad i she wasn't going to make it and uh because i was sort of you know feeling feeling uh uh douchey i i made her miss the max and uh, i shouldn't have done that i understand cuz everyone was waving me forward but i was like Go ahead. Yeah. Take it. Because you know? you're, you're trying to get like, you're, I'm writing this, but I'll let you have it. Yeah. 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 And then I hear him thinking that he's out of line and then she's out of line too. But it ends up being that really she, she missed her max by, because you were seconds. out of line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I could have, even when I could have gone, I still had to sort of look at her and pause even longer. Even if I would have just gone when she said go, she would have been on that train. Yeah. So I feel bad, girl, if, if you happen to be listening. I don't know if you have your hearing, too, but, um, you know, I, just made it even worse. I feel I feel bad. So, Dude, no, I'm with you. Uh, 
I was walking to the to the max to work the other morning and like I was just like, man, okay, I gotta get from the bus stop to the max, which is like less than a block um away. And I'm walking and there's this guy that had gotten off of the same bus with me. And he was gonna cross the street, but I had to go up to the max. And like we had like he had been a pretty slow walker, and slow walkers just will drive me insane. Especially if they're not choosing a side. They're yeah. Sort of wandering. Yeah, yeah, and they're just kind of like... And I was like, okay, he has a direction. He knows where he's going. Like, And he's not like like homeless looking or anything like that, which is awful to say. But, I mean, he looked like a normal guy just going to work at like whatever, like the bank or whatever. Um, and But I just like... I got fed up because like he was walking like kind of alternately like slow, which was bugging me, and then fast. So like this weird alternating speed and I was like trying to stay consistent and like get ahead of him, but just I couldn't. And like, so finally I was like, screw it. And I just like cut in front of him. Right. Cause the max, the max doors were going to close and I was going to miss my max. And yeah. you know, I probably could have w- caught the next max or whatever, but I was like, no, huh. I don't want to stand in the cold. No. It's, it's eight o'clock in the morning. And so I just like cut in front of him and I just hear him go, oh, really? And I just want to be like, yeah, really. Learn to walk, dude. Like, come on. I just redlined so really? hard. <laughs> I'm in the max, bitch. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't even care. I got Game of Thrones to read. I got my headphones on. Like, but it was just that. Jeez, oh, Jesus. Just, yeah. Ah, uh, it's the worst. Yeah, I'm always doing that. There's, there's, there's always a lot of people. I'm, I'm kind of a fast walker. There's always somebody that's weaving in and out and walking at half speed. Yeah. Know? So. Get it together. It's just like a, it's just like another uh, roadway. Stay yeah. right, slow, slow right. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I don't even mind. Like if you're a slow walker, that's fine. Like or if you're a fast walker, that's totally cool too. It's just like be like have like soft focus. Be aware of your surroundings and like stay steady. Keep your yeah. walking pace right, right. steady. I laugh so hard at the people that like get up to a crosswalk and like sprint across the street. It's like yeah, you're fine. <laughs> like unless it's counting down, like you're not gonna get in trouble. Yeah. I always think it's a little bit funny when, uh, like, well, maybe some people don't ever do this. Maybe, maybe it's maybe I shouldn't judge. Sometimes though, the streets are not so busy, and there's there's no cars coming for three blocks, and uh, I'll cross, I'll jaywalk, and someone else will sort of be like looking on their phone or something, and then they'll see that I'm walking, and then they'll they'll start walking, but then they like look up and see that it's red, and they like and they kind of like shuffle back, they kind of go uh, and they like get back oh, yeah. and step back on. It's always this awkward thing, like oh, like I always feel like a bad person, like they I was just leading them astray. I you just know? assume those people are either from out of town or their car is in the shop and they never walk yeah. downtown because I d- I do that all the time. I'm just like no one's coming, and like sometimes I'll like stand and wait, you know, for it's whatever. But like yeah. if someone else steps in the street, I'm like screw it, <laughs> we're dying together. Like yeah. <laughs> Like, we'll make peace with our God together. Yeah. Stranger friend. <laughs> so, improv. You guys were in uh, first level improv with me. And uh, I would just like to hear kind of what you guys think. What What are your What are your thoughts on improv? Did you, did you have fun, Nicole? I had a lot of fun. Yeah, because uh, it, it feels like uh, it was positive teamwork. And uh, I learned a lot about myself. And um, as What did you learn? Oh, gosh. It feels like it's been so long. Um, it has been a long yeah. time. It's been like two months. It, it has. But I, I remember after every single class, I, w- I would tell people like everything that was good about it. And I, oh, okay. So one of the main things was something about uh, living in the moment and just kind of uh, going with the flow, not 
and not having um expectations i guess kind of letting it go of expectations like one of the games that we would play um it would it was more like a warm-up game i think uh, let's see if i remember this right where basically oh yeah like the zoom the zoom game so we would all stand around in a circle and um we would either do zoom um to just kind of um how do I explain this without using motions to someone who has never played this game before? But um, basically, it would be like, like send the energy across yeah. the circle. So, so you, so um, there would be pe- a person on your left and, and on your right, and you either go zoom or you do ramp or you do urch, which means that then the direction changes and goes backwards. And so, a lot of times, what people would do is um, someone would already have in their mind, okay, when it gets to my turn, I'm going to go ramp. When it gets to my turn, I'm going to go ramp. But then right. they're actually skipped over because the person to the left of them goes ramp which means it skips over that person and so despite being skipped over that person still does their thing like ramp urge and then they're like oh oops and so um what they were doing um certain people not you guys um (laughs) it was probably me no they were like holding on to something like this is my plan this is my plan i'm gonna do it no matter what i'm gonna do it no matter what and even though they're actually skipped in the game they still do it and so the point is um, don't have something set in mind that you're going to say kind of like, um, don't wait to talk. Um, just listen. And, um, you know, like, right. That's good. When someone's talking, it's like, okay, I'm just passively listening, waiting for them to stop talking. And now my part, Yeah. here's what I'm going to say. And then a lot of times I'll have a conversation with someone and I'll say something like the, the color of the sky is blue. And then, da-da-da-da-da. and then as soon as I'm, I finished speaking, then they're like, what color is the sky? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where, I, I say something and they're just like waiting for me to stop and then they ask me exactly what I said. And so um, improv is sort of like, it kind of made me think more about that and about myself and about other people in daily regular conversations and actions. And um, that's, Just connecting with people, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, but also um, expectations and like when, um, when, when we were doing a game, uh, a lot of times you would have something in mind of what you want to do for your part. But let's say someone else says something and totally changes the story into a different direction. Oh, now you can't be that little old man at the store. Now you got to be, you know, a, a woman acupuncturist or, or something. It's like, Oh man, I was so set on this, but now I have to change gears, switch gears. And, um, so it's, it's about letting go and just kind of going with the flow and, and taking it yeah, yeah. as, as it comes. I thought that was one of the major points to learn because I think that's probably what a lot of people sort of, I don't know if it's really a defense mechanism, but just sort of your first attempt at being better at it is to start thinking of ideas, but that's probably good. But I mean, you can't go in there with a preconceived notion of how things are going to go because you won't be up on what's really happening and really listening and responding and in the moment. Yeah. 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 That's, I was telling you guys before we started, but what's one of the games we've been playing in the second level is uh, where you've got like two lines of people facing each other, and then at the end, the two people at the end of the lines just step out and you just start a scene. Mm-hmm. It's completely open ended, and the, and one of the things that they kind of drilled into us too was like, even though it's probably like kind of tempting to be sitting there in the line thinking like, mm, okay, like what am I going to do? I mean, I guess part of that is sort of good. You should have some sort of ideas, but really, it's all about going in there with really nothing. And you just have some sort of impulse and giving into an impulse. And even rec- like you should be able to like be looking at that other person and be sort of connecting on this wavelength. 
And and uh, D'Amica, the instructor, is even like, you should be able to pick up on the other person if they have something, you know? Like, you should be so connected that, like, oh, oh, they've got something. And, and like, get, even just letting them go. So you don't necessarily have to be the one that does it. But it's hard, man. It's yeah. like, what do you what do you do? You can have some really bad, crappy scenes, you know, some... I oh mean, yeah, everybody. Not just not. I mean, not not just me. Not just everybody else. I mean, it's like it's easy for it to kind of go nowhere. But, oh, then, yeah. but then when you have a good one, though, you're like, whoa! Like you really came up with something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. It was pretty cool. But uh, you guys are both really good. Thanks, man. You were yeah. really good too. Well, you don't have to say that just because you're on the podcast. <laughs> no, I mean it. Like I always laugh when you were on stage. I always felt like I was decent at sort of sitting back. And just mm-hmm. trying to like come up with some quip or something. Yeah. But I'm so like not physical and like out, yeah. and, you know, sort of uh, flamboyant or something, which can be really funny and really mm-hmm. engaging, and people like seeing that. And I have such a hard time with that. It's yeah. Like, I'm just kind of like oh, that's just it's like a whole other like skill set to yeah. have. Like, um, Marilyn would always be like, I like character work, character work, character work, and yeah. like body shifts and stuff like that. Now and. I, and like, I just, like, for that, I'm just like, uh, brr. like, <laughs> all right, like, my hand is stuck to, like, whatever part of my body. Like, that's as much as, like, I could ever do. Cause... I liked your character work. Yeah, I thought you were good. Thanks. <laughs> it's just a big old circle jerk. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> You're good. You're really good. No, really, guys. <laughs> you guys can't hear it. It's true, though. That part. Because not everybody was great. We don't need to name any names. Oh, but no. not everybody's as good. Yeah. And well, uh, and like, I mean, I like I definitely came in like because I've done improv. Like I've been doing improv in some fashion since eight, like since grade seven. So since seventh grade. Wow. Yeah. So I've been doing it for a long time. Um, you know, in different forms. Like I did stuff at school, and then I've been doing theater where. Inevitably, everyone's like, oh, let's play an improv game to warm up. It's like, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like, are the girls going to play? Oh, no, the girls aren't going to play. It's They don't want to play. They're they're too what? busy doing the makeup. And it, well, and it wasn't like, it's that's like not me being like, oh, girls. No, I, it's like, that's me saying like 14-year-old girls aren't interested in like warming I up for plays. Or like they were more interested in like warming up their voices. And I was always just like, oh, okay. Like, because I mean, everyone does, every straight guy that, get into, that gets into theater does it because like hey there's girls here <laughs> oh yeah and like it's an untapped resource oh yeah what Sorry. really that's so that's so that's the secret well so well yeah i mean like and on some level like my friend explained this whole theory about like guitar playing to me he's like everyone picks up guitar to get laid and he's like even you know the eight-year-olds that are picking up they're like cool people play guitar me playing guitar is going to make me cool that will make pe- people like me at that level but then as you get older, you're like, oh, by people, I mean girls. Mm-hmm. And by girls, I mean girls that I want to kiss. Right. And like, like, and so in some sense, like, that's why, you know, people get into theater and people just perform because they want to be liked. Um, but I've just rambled. Oh, I was talking about, yeah, I've been doing improv for a long time. So, I mean, there's like, I felt kind of like I was cheating everyone else. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, whatever. Like, I I paid money to be in the class, too, so I didn't feel too bad. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was blown away just, like, by how good everyone was in the class because I was just, like, I loved going. I never, the only reason I ever didn't want to go was because I was tired from work and it was yeah. another four hours worth of my life. 
I um I mean I generally felt great about it leaving. I would always leave oh, yeah. and and like focus on something good that I did. If there was just even some good scene that I was like, oh, that really was good. Mm-hmm. But it it always I was it was always nerve wracking for me. I mean, I did want to go at some level. There's some pull. That's the whole reason I signed up for the class. Yeah, but it still is is nerve wracking. You know, especially especially ones like uh, when when you know it's just two people on the stage. Everyone's watching you. Mm-hmm. Like we had to do the one where. You know, it really was just us because it was like you had a partner, but that partner couldn't even do anything. You just had oh, to like, interact like, with they, them. Like we're in the silent chair. Yeah, you're almost doing like a monologue. Yeah, I thought that was really hard. I and hated that game. That was I hated scary. that game on both sides. Yeah, um, me too. I mean, I mean, I I loved being the silent partner because I had I had Mark and he was <laughs> he's so funny. I think Mark is hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, and like I hated it because I was like, oh man, he's like he's doing great stuff, but she was like. The person in the chair doesn't you were like, react like the tree. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> or the rock. man, I just like, like, I get like being silent in the game, but I just I want to react. Yeah, like he's like, and it was just, it was so weird because just like improv to me is all about like giving and like learning and like being connected with that person, and like that's like that's how I studied acting too. Like the in the acting technique that I did in college was, um, all based around improv essentially. So I mean. I did that all the time. Um, but it was like, it was improv a lot. Like the, uh, the everyone's in two lines now come up and just do a scene. Yeah. Um, but so it was all about just reacting and being, being connected with that other person. But like in that sense, it was like, you don't put on a character or anything. It's just like, it's strictly just observing and being like, what do they have? What do they have? What do they have? What are they going to give me? And which can be really tedious, but just like you leave and you just feel so good. Yeah. It some... is a really cool feeling, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, no, there are some games I didn't like, and I Wh- think all ones? those games that I didn't like happened to be on the same day, and I left, I was like, oh, man, I didn't really get to do anything fun. What games didn't you like? Um, well, first of all, the laughing, crying game. That one is probably my God, least favorite hard. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did we do that together? That no, I was with Emily. <laughs> oh, were you? Oh, who was I with? Yeah. I was like the douchebag at the oh, bar or you were at with the Gil. club. You were at the funeral. Oh, and, yeah. And, and the really casket. Good. That one was probably the best one, maybe. I mean, mine was. Te- I was terrible at mine. Like, I, it's we, a hard. Like, it's a hard. You were game. with like Jasmine, right? With you guys were in jail. We were, or something? we were two sisters in jail. First of all, I, I'm an only child, so I don't know what it's like to have a sister or a brother. So I, I was thought pretending. That was good, and, legitimately. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it seemed like yeah. like the basis of um, transferring um, or transitioning um, from laughter to crying was to hurt the other person. And I was like, can't we do something a little different? Because people were more like pulling hair and pushing people. And then yeah. they're like, <laughs> I just got myself burned on co- by, by coffee. And then the other person's laughing. I'm like, come, come on. I think a lot of it boils down to like the transference of energy. It's yeah. like, like it's a physical manifestation of that. And this is, this is just me. Like, that's just how I feel. Um, like, cause it's like with that, that zoom game, like that's all transference of energy and like passing the energy around. And this is just like the, like the next step up from that, you know? So like, that's the only reason I liked that game. Cause, oh, but man. yeah, no, that game as a whole. I didn't like that one and the yes and game because a lot of times at least for when I was watching I don't remember what I how mine was but when I was watching it was like it doesn't make sense to say yes and here but you have to because if you didn't then Marilyn would be like yes and yeah like, but that doesn't make sense ah. 
I mean, yeah. but I understand the concept of, you know, taking something, mm-hmm. yes, and adding adding something. But that was it was it was a game that I, I didn't particularly It seems like it would be more enjoyable if it just was a game of not blocking or or not rejecting. Yeah, but that's so it. hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so hard to like consciously not re- I mean, it shouldn't be. Like it's not after years of practice, but like especially just like at year 1 and like I consider myself at year 1 even but like it's just such a hard thing to be like without that physical manifestation or that vocal manifestation of like yes and like we are keeping this moving forward otherwise yeah. just be like oh uh, no it's i easy want to sort of go sideways or yeah, something yeah yeah that's and a good just point. like not, and the scene just becomes a nothing scene right and like that was i hated that i i hated whenever i had nothing scenes yeah because i always i always like i never got mad at my partner i was always just mad at myself cuz i was like oh, oh I, yeah i wasn't there for them like I had a scene with one person and like it was like I I was like a chef and she was like my apprentice and I can't remember who it was in the class. But um so if you are listening to this, I apologize. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I can't I can't remember. Um but oh, was, I can't remember this though. Yeah, but it was just I I felt I was so mad at myself because it was just such a nothing scene because yeah. I was just like Oh yeah, I'm cooking eggs, and I was like, my character work, space work. Oh yeah, I've got a partner that I'll talk to, but not like do like not do anything with. Yeah. Um, and like Marilyn was just like, I want to see your relationship. I want to see your relationship, and I was I was just like, ugh. Yeah, but I had a super demoralizing. That's a good way to put it. Nothing scene mm-hmm. with Jaslyn just a couple of weeks ago. That was like demoralizing. It's weird how you can either be up or down about it yeah it was the last thing we did of the whole night and it was like Oof, that's always the worst <laughs> yeah it's just the us two you know um also uh kiri the uh person that runs the whole student program and oh, yeah. roadie yeah. was actually our, our teacher that night and she's tough man she's uh oh oh you're talking about level level this is level yeah yeah this is just level weeks ago. Yeah, level yeah, yeah jaslyn's in the level two class with us okay cool and uh it was just like um i was supposed to come out and just as a two person scene mm-hmm. and we were in like a, in a gym and it just went completely nowhere and I just ended flat and it really never went anywhere at all. And I was, I was probably like walked out of the place. Like, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> because it was like, Oh, Oh, the, the sky is falling. <laughs> yeah. No one is going to be talking about that scene, but it's just like, all right, you know, you get over yourself. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't be awesome all the time. So, <laughs> but that it is kind of, it's tough when it, when you have a nothing scene like that, that's the fear, I guess. Yeah. But you just learn how to avoid that, figure out ways to... Or you just learn to, like, I don't know. My roommate is a, an improviser as well. Like, he he's a really great improviser. Um, He ran the improv group at Central oh, nice. when I got there. Yeah. Um, shout out to Andrew Shanks. Um, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Also a phenomenal playwright. Um, But he, like, so whenever I come in and be like, hey, man, how was class? I'd be like, oh, man, I had some bad scenes. And he was always just like, yeah, that'll happen. And like, what sounds so like uncaring, but it for me it was always just like, you're right. It it that is what's gonna happen. And mm-hmm. like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, yeah, me and like my partner probably. But I'm like, did I take anything from out of, out of it? Oh yeah. Like I need to like I need yeah. to remember to be with my fucking partner and mm-hmm. just and just go for it and like find whatever I need to yeah. find, um, and not worry about it. I'm just sure that you know Amy Poehler has some. Dumb scenes. Sometimes. Oh yeah, have you seen the show Parks and Rec? <laughs> Just kidding. I love Parks Buzz and Rec. Buzzing. 
Yeah, I've actually just been getting into that show. I love that show oh, now. It's so I good. haven't heard of it. Man. <laughs> Another oh, show I you should, heard of. You should really watch it. It's it's quite humorous. Man, that's good. Yeah. I, I need to like get chronological order. You know, I think I've seen the pilot, and I don't even know what seasons the other ones pilot. are. They just keep coming on. Yeah. I do, they just keep coming on TV, and I have watched them, and yeah. I don't know what seasons they are. But, man... um, What's his name? Nick Offerman is so great. Everybody's so funny. That's great. Yeah. And you know, well, everyone on the show is a, is a comedian. They all yeah. are improvisers. Well, okay. So I have a question, I guess. Doesn't it, when do you do an improv? When you think about them impro- improvising, I don't even mm-hmm. know how much improvising they do on that show. I yeah. Know, maybe it's a lot. Or I don't, I don't know about that. I know like 30 rock, which is a, another show. Great show. Tina yeah. Fey. Tina Fey. Um, shout out. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> uh, hit me up on Twitter. Um, <laughs> up, Tina? But yeah, no, I mean, and she ran that show and they did no improvising on that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and, or like very little, um, I read like interviews with writers and stuff and like, I mean, they spend like 25 hours writing an episode. So all the jokes are, you know, perfect by the time it's done basically. So there's not a whole lot of room because there's like, yeah, like this is, this is pretty much locked. And I, obviously I don't want to talk for the writers of 30 rock <laughs> because I'm no way an expert. I've read four online interviews or something like that. But, um, yeah, I know I, I'm pretty sure there was very little improvising on yeah. that show. And so I imagine NBC's pretty tight. And I heard that like, even on SNL, like Lauren isn't super into improv. Hmm. I just always think it's interesting when you see a movie like, uh, Oh, you know, maybe like a Will Ferrell movie or like yeah. career enthusiasm. You know, that's a good yeah. one that definitely is improv. I am always interested I would be, I would like to be thrown into scenes like that and mm-hmm. be able to improvise in yeah. scenarios like that, which I know is me sort of wanting to cut a corner because that's what I find more easy. You know, oh, you know, like, the idea of the, like you're showing up for a dinner party. Yeah. Here's or the whatever. ABC of the, of the scene. Yeah. Like, and then you can play off of that mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, I think the thing that I probably like about it the least is when it's really bare bones, kind of abstract kind of sitting there like struggling to set up the world or whatever yeah like it's just very kind of theatrical and it's not really grounded in real life i think Mm -hmm. those are the sort of scenes that i think are sort of they're less interesting to me or the games you know like we um it actually was really hard we did a game yesterday that i thought was probably the hardest one i've had to do where uh you're four people in a circle and everyone's like splitting up into groups of four and uh one person is what they call the empty vessel. That person's like up basically. And then you go around the circle one by one, the person, uh, one person starts and you do like some sort of motion and a sound like anything that's sort of, it's supposed to be non-repetitive. Danny is currently crawling like a tiger. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm actually the mics on the ground. I'm like, yeah, I'm hunting. I'm going to, I'm going to describe yeah. all of the motions <laughs> that everyone does from now I'm not, on. I'm not going to try to to do it right now, but it's something where you're like you you're doing this sound and emotion and then the person mimics you mm-hmm. and they sort of copy it for a few seconds until they get it and then they have to slowly turn that into words and a character that's based on that and start talking and improvise a scene based on that and by it's, themselves by themselves. That sounds fun. It was yeah. fun. It was hard. Some people were amazingly good at this. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, one girl, it was like the motion was sort of like going towards her side and it was kind of like, Ugh, like it ended up just kind of sounding sort of like a zombie almost. But no, then she turned that into, I want to get my yo-yo out of my pocket and do these <laughs> yo-yo tricks, but I can't. Because... And like it, it ended up being so funny, but mm-hmm. it's that actually, I shouldn't say that I don't like that because that actually ended up being funny. Mm-hmm. 
but some of that stuff is super abstract and it's yeah it's like you're building you're doing rpm your mental rpms of stuff that you should like or working some muscle that you just need to learn yeah i mean it's just running the drills right yeah but i just you know i sort of i like the stuff where it's like okay you're a bus captain or i mean i mean a bus driver <laughs> and you know you're the person just getting on the bus and it's like you at least have that to go off yeah of, you know and it's like it could, I don't know. It just sets up more. It's like they're doing some of the characterization for you, I guess. Yeah. Which is, like I said, sort of a cutting a corner. But, um, yeah, that's the stuff that I, I like. It's just, it's cheating. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta slap that paper against this the wall. This episode is very focused around cheating <laughs> and unethical behavior. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I actually, um, it's really funny. I, I wanted to bring this up that I thought was funny because I talk a lot on the show about how I play these really dorky video games and, you know, I hate myself. Like but, Sonic and football on the Yeah, Sega. well, that's even... I'm almost more proud of that. I uh, I used to play a game called Silent Hunter, and it is a submarine uh, simulator game. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. My dad used to play those in the 90s. <laughs> Hell, yeah. We probably uh, were in Shout a wolf pack to together yeah, <laughs> in the North Atlantic. Um, but through the process of doing that, I sort of just learned the subboat captain terminology... <laughs> And I, I just did. I don't know. It's just, it's just funny. I just did. I don't know. You pick up on that. And then last night in improv, uh, we, she actually did sort of set up a scene and it was two of us on the stage. And then, uh, they're like, all right, you're on a sub. And you were like, it was, my time. Yes. I was um, like, oh perfect. my God, the stars have aligned. <laughs> and, uh, you know, most people don't, what are they going to do? I mean, you know, yeah, you can still be funny it's like you have to know anything about subs but i'm just like i'm like periscope i'm like i'm like uh you know uh contact barry three five zero uh range two it's just like i I know all the terminology yeah it's one of those things where it's always just fun to watch someone like play what they know like yeah so i was like these these video games they're paying off you know (laughs) finally yeah for all these these years years. yeah Uh uh-huh uh and not get me any any dates but uh maybe after the improv i don't know maybe they were turned on maybe after they hear this story (laughs) fire one yeah yeah Uh, but uh yeah that was pretty fun you guys you guys are continuing on right you guys are gonna do level two yeah i just i just signed up the other day at the encouragement of some of our old classmates yeah um shout out classmates shout out (laughs) hope you're still listening to the pod yeah (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I'm continuing on. Um, I mean, I love it. I love improv. Yeah. I've always loved. I like making people laugh. Yeah, it's really fun. It's cool. I and I, I'm really kicking myself that I haven't gone and done fire drill. It's so dumb. Yeah, man. You Sunday nights it. at Brody. You I'm gonna. Out. I have your number now, so I'm gonna just start texting you whenever I go. Yeah, just, do it. Yeah, I, I, I can use a little encouragement. Right I'll be like, you know, I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm attacking a convoy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at Periscope. Oh, death. that's cool. <laughs> um, I'm at Fire Drill having a great time. <laughs> there are real people here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, all right, there's a war on. <laughs> they need me. Um, uh, and then you are too, Nicole, right? Yeah. Yeah. You sure. guys are doing the same class as Saturday? Saturday. Is that, that's Saturday. ensemble, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked it up on my space phone. Shout out to, uh, <laughs> Apple. Uh, <laughs> magical device. Man. Uh, yeah, so Saturdays, I'm doing it on Saturdays. Um, Nicole's doing it on Saturdays. A handful of other people that I know are doing it then as well. Um, you know, it feels like it's a lot of money for me to be spending because I signed up for uh, uh, the sketch class. We, you got to do you, but man. I can do both. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sunday, 
So it's Saturday, so I'd be Saturday and Sunday, though. That's a, that's a lot of comedy. It's a lot of comedy. I'd be funny as shit after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, funnier, because you're already pretty funny, my friend. Oh, thanks, man. Have, so, switching the topic a little bit. Have huh. either of you guys ever done stand-up at all? No. Never. No. I'm a little scared of stand-up. Because, really? um, I remember like when we first started talking in class and like we're talking about like, oh, why are you taking this class? You had mentioned something about like wanting to go and do like musical stand up. Yeah, musical so. theater comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I did that a few times, yeah. but it wasn't in a com- in a comic setting. So, mm-hmm. but like whenever that- I've actually yeah. played with my band, um, it's at a bar usually or like some kind of a shout out to bars. Yeah, no, actually, I I, I take back the shout out that you. you oh. get. I don't like playing at bars. That's why I stopped doing it. But usually um, when I would play, I would say some kind of joke, but people aren't there to hear the jokes. They're hardly even there to hear the music. They're there to get drunk. Um, so I would say a joke and like no one would laugh and because no one's really paying attention. So mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck you. And they don't hear. And I'm like, I'm going to play a fucking song now. Um, but, but anyway, so if I were to do it in a comic setting, like, um, Harvey's or whatever, if they're having like an open mic night, that might be mm-hmm. something different. But, um, but yeah, as far as uh, musical theater comedy or what I've done in a music setting is just, um, I'll, I'll ask for someone to give me a topic and mm-hmm. I'll just, um, a topic and a genre of music, like country, and the topic is getting drunk on Cabo Wabo. Uh, is that tequila that you have? Shout out the tequila I have on my dresser. Cabo Shout Wabo. out to Danny being a classy guy. <laughs> <laughs> is it tequila? Or yeah. is that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sure is, baby. All right, Cabo Wabo. That's 100% agave. Ooh. Nothing but the best. Love agave. I don't know why that's there. <laughs> uh, it's like your fourth bottle I promise this it's week. been there a long time. It's not. <laughs> It's not replacing the empty. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, oh, there's empty? there's empty bottles <laughs> oh, all over the don't, room don't here, like actually. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would just take a you know a, a genre and and a topic and just start singing. You know, mm-hmm. wabo you're my throttle that I pull on when I'm in the car. You know, something I don't know. That That's... doesn't make sense. That is not a shout out to drunk driving. No, oh shit, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, but then it would turn into a song a, about drunk an, driving. That like, is an anti shout out. It's a, another anti shout out, and then <laughs> it would just go into like gabble wabble, drinking Whoa. and driving down the street, down the street, and do yeah. you know, and um, Cobb, whoa, crashing. whoa, but yeah, have you done stand up? No, never. I've talked about it, haven't done it. I need someone to like review my material. I don't. I don't feel confident that it's funny enough, and I and I I uh, I, I do have a lot of stuff I've written, but um, I I'm not a very good like practicer. Like I don't think I could seriously go stand in the mirror and try to like do a set. Yeah, you know, which I think you probably should do. Right? I do that embarrassingly enough. Only child, so I don't know if you guys have siblings, but I I, I do a lot of stand up sessions um, in the bathroom looking at the mirror on my own. That's not. That's I play not, guitar into shouldn't the mirror. Be embarrassing. All the time. <laughs> That's what people do. I think yeah. that's oh, what okay. I Louis C.K. does. Oh, okay. I thought it was like lonely, that. only child kind of thing. You know, having imaginary friends and they're um, like, is she is she still in there? I do it. Yeah. I do it in the shower, actually, more than anything. Um, mostly just because it's like I got it from when I lived with non-theater people, and I'd like mm-hmm. be rehearsing for an audition. I'd be like this is me time. Yeah. And then like it got really <laughs> awkward though because like my roommate's bedroom in our apartment happened to be like right next to the shower, and like he would then make fun of me and like start saying my lines in the shower, but he didn't like fully know him, but he knew like in the middle of a monologue, 
like I just went, she's a fucking cunt. <laughs> and so like I just hear like, wow, business talk, business talk. She's a fucking cunt. Like just really loud. And I was like, what is Chris? Oh, they're probably like, he's a strange masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Student Village too. So uh, everyone heard everything. <laughs> What is that guy watching? (laughs) That's okay. The other night I was recording, um, like some books, like me reading books for this, uh, performance gig I'm doing. Um, and I was just like, I must look crazy to my neighbors because I'm just like in my room, pontiff, like talking and just like gesturing really largely in, like, not like the microphone is on my coffee table. So it's not even like at my face like it is right now. So it's just like me looking crazy, like talking wildly because my window is open Mm -hmm. and like people walked by and I'm just like, eh. (laughs) That's the sign that you got it because you don't care and you're just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but then like I think about doing stand up and I'm like, ooh. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I really would love just to decide to do it and then fast forward my life an hour and then just see how it can't felt can't we then. all live yeah. in a montage like yeah. don't you wish montages yeah. existed yeah no they, they, nice they'd 80s music because and... i feel <laughs> like they'd come at like bad times they're like hey man remember that really delicious pizza you got last week it's like yeah let's get that again montage wait where's the pizza <laughs> and it's just like yeah i just feel like it would happen at bad times in my life right um just times i would actually want to happen in slow motion like eating yeah. a really good pizza yeah, or having an awesome set that or everyone's have, laughing yeah. at. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you can't you can't find out what it feels like unless you do it. Yeah, I you know I I think that I probably will. I just sort of hope I can figure out how to get myself to do it before I'm like eighty. Yeah, because then people hey, just give you the courtesy laughs. You know, you don't know if you're funny anyway. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Laughs a laugh, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, especially because. Like, when you do something, like, great, like, on stage, from my personal experience, it's, like, you don't remember it anyway. Yeah. Like, I remember some some scenes I did on stage that, like, I was, like, yeah, that was that was good. But, like, I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. Like, and I, and I really like that aspect, so I don't want it to, like, rush through, personally. Like, I used to do, uh, an Im- like, I had an improv team in college, like I said before. Um, but I also had like me and one buddy, we did two man improv shows mostly just as, cause we were like, let's, let's give it a try. Like it was kind of like stand up because in El- it's Ellensburg. Yeah. Like, no one does stand up, but like five people will come see an improv show uh-huh. if you market it right. And if you tell <laughs> like what we realized we could do is we could tell like the low level, the teachers who taught the really low level classes be like, Hey, we've got this, this show you might be able to offer your class extra credit. Yeah. For going. yeah. And they were like, good. Yeah. And they were like, all right. Yeah. And like, I mean, three people from the class came, but they came and they were there and they gave us terrible suggestions, <laughs> but it, we had an audience. Yeah. And so that was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. So we did like two man improv and I can't remember any of like, I remember doing it. Yeah. But I don't kind of a blur though. Yeah. Like, like, if I think about it really hard, I'm like, oh, yeah, we had that. That was pretty funny. And, like, the stuff I do remember is, like, Sean. Shout out to Sean. Sean McGeehee. Mm-hmm. Uh, very shout funny guy. Sean. Yeah. Sorry, I keep doing shout outs. I think they're funny. Um, but if you listen if you listen to any more of these podcasts, I do do that same thing. Okay. Shout out. Maybe that's where I got it from. Maybe I was like, oh, yeah. I'll well, just... we are well ingrained in, in pop culture. You might it's have just true. picked it up. And yeah, it's, it. yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. 
But um, I would like just remember like the really funny stuff that he was doing when like he would be on stage alone, mm-hmm. and like so I'd be like yeah, and then I'd just insert myself into my own memory and be like yeah, it was really funny too. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably just all him. Yeah, the whole improv thing has been kind of gives you that that insight into like what it sort of does feel like to be doing well on stage. Yeah. You know, it's not like we've done that a lot, but cause we're just, it's not even in these classes, you don't, you're not up there on stage in front of every, the rest of the class that yeah. much. It might be like once or twice a class, but, um, yeah, when you do well, it's a good, it's a good feeling. Yeah. You understand so can, why people will come back. Yeah. I can only imagine like, that's what a stand up set would feel like. Yeah. I gotta do it, man. This, this is a great town for it. If you go, yeah. There's there was actually just a great so many open um, mics. Yeah, there's just a great article on PDX Comedy Blog a little while ago, but it's still like right up at the top of their page that just has a rundown of every day open uh, mics. I have I have read that multiple times yeah, in an I effort to try and get too. myself to go out. We're similar, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've seen it too. <laughs> Patrick, what's up? Yeah, you I actually go got, first. I really got stoked because there's a there's an improv open mic, and <gasps> I'm like, oh, Where? I'm doing that. Um, I want to say Curious Comedy Theater. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. They do stuff something once a week. It's um, like, like a group. It's like first and third Thursdays. I could be completely wrong. Please check PDX Comedy Blog. Shout um, out PDX Comedy Blog. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he might listen. I don't know. She. I don't know who runs it. Um, but yeah, like it's either them or it's someone else. But I'm pretty sure it's them. It's not the Brody, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, they have an an open an open jam session. And I think you have to show up kind of early so they can get everyone kind of situated right. into it before. Cause you can't just like show up and like walk on stage and be like, oh, I'm improvising. It's like, <laughs> well, uh, we need to have a little order here. <laughs> but I mean, that, that is definitely like something that I really want to do. Yeah. Cause I, I love stand up. I love watching stand up, but definitely I love performing improv. I'm more. excited for Bridgetown. You know, um, Bridgetown last year was good for us at the, like the podcast. Cause all these pretty big time people showed up and they're very willing to come on a local podcast. Oh, that's it's very cool. surprising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's really cool. I think that it's cool that Portland does that, but I'm Shout into out. it too. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go out and we need to do it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, I think it's really funny too. Cause a lot of those places like, yeah, it's comedy night. And then at like eight, it becomes karaoke night. <laughs> yeah. So it's like at, you know, like half the people are there like just too early for karaoke. And so they're just kind of like, fuck me. <laughs> like, I know. Uh, I know that that is a good really, thing, though. I want to combine the two. I want to do stand up karaoke. Oh, yeah. To, like, that's such an awful, but it's just like someone else's bits on the TV <laughs> and you're just reading it. Like, well, that'd but, be like, pretty cool. Old timey bits like Milton Burl. He's a yeah. comedian, right? Or like, um, or like uh, old bits from the Muppet Show, like Fozzie Bear's bits. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. It would be unbearable. Mm-hmm. Oh, haha. No pun shout out, shout out to puns. <laughs> I'll add that in post. Um, no, well, just leave your voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Anyway, I don't do anything in post. Uh, too lazy for that. Um, well, we're just about out of time. Do you guys have anything that you want to plug? Because you guys seem like the kind that would have things that you want to plug. Um. This is kind of far in advance, but uh, my theater group, World at Large Theater, check us out on Facebook and on the Twitter. Um, we'll be doing a show in January-ish times called Kill Lazarus, and I'm directing that, and it's going to be have some really great people in it. It's a very funny, um, intense show that my 
my good friend Andrew has written. Um, I want to plug that. Awesome. Yeah, and just our, our theater company, World at Large, and then myself on Twitter, because that's what I do. Uh, Paytrike, P-A-Y-Y-T-R-I-K-E. Check me out. I tweet humorously sometimes. Sometimes I just tweet about how I'm drinking beer. I just started following you, and I haven't regretted it hardly at all. <laughs> There's been like one or two times when you've just kind of said things that I was like, I don't agree with this. Because I don't believe the Republicans are to blame for the shutdown at all. Who does? Come on. Not my Twitter followers. <laughs> Actually, not my Twitter followers. Oh, really? Yeah. I have a, not a large, but a good handful of like conservative Twitter followers. And I think it's because I followed like Freedom Watch and Sarah Palin. Because I was like, I wanted to see what they're up to. Right, right, right. And then, like, people, like, I think there's a lot of people out there who are just like, they're, they're following. And, like, so, like, I just randomly got, like, all of these, like, local, not even local here, like, local Colorado and stuff yeah. like that, like, Republican Tea Party. Interesting. Yeah. And I've gotten I, some interesting emails because topics will come up sometimes on the podcast about political stuff. Mm-hmm. But we, I don't, we don't try to get into it too much and I don't really take too much of a side anyway. Yeah. But it seems to be conservatives. I get emails every once in a while that they're on it, man. They really are. They're a very vigilant group. If anything. Sure are. And you know that from Central. You know. I do. Ellensburg, man. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm from. So shout out to Ellensburg. Shout out to Ellensburg. Actually, legitimate shout out to the Tav in Ellensburg. Best cheeseburger you'll ever have in your life. I'm glad you said that. Yes. That's great. I love that place. Campus is good, too, though. Campus you told them? Yeah. Yeah. They they have two of just the best burgers you're going to find. Which ones? Which ones? Uh, Well, I mean, I think that. The campus burgers. Great. Oh, just in general. The, yeah, yeah. I just meant. Like, I thought you meant like one of the specific campus Utah burgers. No, no, no. So I, I was just, gonna like. I'll I'll shout out the rodeo burger with the onion ring. Oh yeah. yeah. I ate that every Dagwood. day for lunch for yeah. like two weeks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, multiple times, like I don't, multiple two week stretches. I haven't found a better burger. There's are more like high end burgers in town. Like you can go find. Yeah, I mean, I'm a vegetarian now. Um, but well, what are we even talking about? I know, right? But like, so I've just been, you know, vegetarian burgers are. Are not the best, but like well, I've learned to love. I them can too. recommend some good veg- vegetarian burgers. Yeah. Have you ever been to uh, Little Big Burger? Oh, yeah. I do love Little Big Burgers Veggie Burger. Yeah, and it's cool because they're they're cute little burgers. <laughs> they're, they are pretty cute. Good. They're adorable. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> also the Observatory is supposed to have a really good veggie burger and bunch of oh places. yeah. I feel like one of my former vegan friends. He's still my friend, formerly a vegan. Recommended that. Oh, there's a vegan strip club, Dante's Inferno, and they have a really good veggie burger, too. Shout out, vegan strip club. <laughs> yeah, I want to go check it out. I've heard a lot there of good go. things. <laughs> most uh, Portland has most strip clubs per capita. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm do. a big strip club guy. I've gone to Acrop, though. <laughs> That's and, uh, a lot of people have told me about the Acrop. I've never, I've only been to, uh, I want to say Devil's Point for stripperoki. And, uh, it was stripperoki. Yeah, you karaoke you sing and they strip and, oh, wow. to you singing. Wow, cool. Yeah, Are you singing like Cherry Pie. The, I didn't. The only sing. song they love. Yeah. Private dancer. <laughs> that. Those two songs and that's it. And then <laughs> occasionally someone gets to sing a different song. I don't, uh-huh. This joke died. That was a nothing scene. <laughs> Thank you. It happens though, man. I feel like I sucked up all of Nicole's plugging time no i want to hear your plugs my talk about because you are a musician nicole i am oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that i, I don't know why i'm stating that to you like i'm convincing you i am <laughs> you are a musician don't tell yourself different okay i listened to nicole's stuff music. today and it really is good sorry i don't mean to interrupt you oh no i'm just excited about it 
So keep, tell us, keep tell us a little bit about me. I, I like it. I, I checked out your uh, 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 what's it called? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Lots of really good stuff there. Really, really, just you have a great voice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, for those interested, um, for those listening and interested in, in hearing these songs, you can go to SoundCloud.com/slash. N-I-L-I-K-A. That's Nalika. Because um, my, my band is um, Nalika Remy, but I haven't played with my band for about a year just because I wanted to stop playing out at, the, at those stupid bars. Anti-shout-out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so um, so the SoundCloud stuff is actually a collection of music that I've worked on for other people since I'm creating like this niche kind of thing where I work on full-length songs for clients, and these often are businesses who want a song to define their brand um, and, uh, and or jingles, and also people, like individuals who want a song... Um, like if they if they wrote a poem and they want it transposed to to a song, like they don't know how to whatever make make music. Or I'm working with this guy in England um, who has like this whole list of songs he, or poems <laughs> he wants transposed into songs for an album he's working on, like a spiritual kind of thing. Hmm. And um, working on children's songs for someone down in California for this album, and and um, you know so the that kind of thing oh and wedding songs so it's really cool actually maybe i shouldn't give this idea away i don't want anyone to take it but <laughs> wedding songs I told you we have a wide following so be I careful know. oh uh-oh yeah. well anyway uh custom songs so if anyone's interested in having me work on a song for you i should think someone. about what what maybe we could use for a intro outro instead of just blatantly ripping off artists <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I did I did a custom podcast intro and outro. I forget what they're actually two for two different people. Um, one of them was was better than the other. I'll send you a link to that. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'll put up links to both those plugs in the uh, in the episode description. And I might just throw up one for my own band, just for good old time's sake. Oh, oh you're in a band? band. No, it's it's <laughs> kind of uh, it's been sort of. Uh, Dismembered? Is that Wait, what's the name of your band? It's called Lafco. Lafco. L a f k o. Yeah. It's been dismembered, so everyone has had their penises cut off. Yes, okay. that was part of what we signed up for. So, cool. um, I can get behind that. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, it was a regret, um, but uh, yeah, you know, it was a four-piece band. The bass player, his uh, wife had a baby. They just got married. He just kind of ran out of time. And he to wanted do the it. baby to be the drummer, and the drummer was <laughs> like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, that was the plan." And <laughs> then you know, the kid didn't have musical talent, so Aww. obviously his dad yeah, was a bass player. <laughs> oh, oh, burn! burn. <laughs> just kidding. I uh, play bass sometimes. Yeah, and then our guitar player, you know, he just didn't have enough time either. Um, he's actually got a really cool product that he's working on. He's his own running his own business now. It's, called trail butter it's like a a product that's for climbers and hikers and stuff that's sort of a healthy natural butter that sounds erotic butter. yeah oh it's you can use it erotically oh wow that's, yeah. that's kind of their main that's kind of one of those <laughs> that, things. that is actually <laughs> their main clientele everyone's like man hikers love this and like they're a kind of hiker yeah uh, yeah that that oh man i'm just <laughs> getting out in the dirt and nature it's, and it's yeah. kind of like what was that old product was it like a weight loss thing that doubled as a vibrator back in the day what? every uh, weight loss product ever <laughs> was it called a Peggy vibrator Peterson sold oh wait it in what the about Mad the Man? um shake weight but that's oh, new but weight. i mean shake weight i mean I'll, 
That just looked like you were jacking off. I, yeah. South Park had a great episode about that. If you guys saw that. Yeah. No, I, I, I haven't. Shout out South, South Park. Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks a lot for, for coming over and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the improv. Hopefully I just yeah, decide to pull the trigger on a second class. And Dude, on Saturday. Just do you, Saturday. man. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you. Otherwise, mm-hmm. put me in your sketch show. I'm excited about sketch, though. Every, everyone now heard me ask that, so it's going to be really awkward if you don't put me in your sketch <laughs> Oh, me show. too. Yeah. I want to be in a sketch well, show. That's why I came on. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll find a, a bit part, maybe, but I mean, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk across. <laughs> I have the milk. Yeah, there you go. It'll maybe like a boxing scene. You could walk by with like a big six, you know, for the round. <laughs> Only if like I can that. wear a skimpy outfit. Well, yeah. It goes without saying. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, we'd love some uh, iTunes reviews. You can find us on Stitcher. Um, where else? Um, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iPhone podcast app. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.